On today's show, Luka Doncic and Slovenia continue to move on in Eurobasket. What does the field look like now that Greece and Serbia have both been knocked out? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavs I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. Who is Slovenia's biggest threat in Eurobasket with Greece and Serbia, Giannis and Jokic's teams now out? Is it Germany? Is it France? Poland, the team that they play today, Wednesday? Whenever you're listening to this, uh, let us know. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the friendly feline, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Got some Eurobasket action coming up today. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, um... Yesterday, we did a whole tribute uh, to our friend Jonathan Charks. So if you missed yesterday, um, go listen to that. Uh, Just us, honestly, just talking and trying to honor John um, the best that we can. And uh, love that guy. Going to miss that guy. Um, Yeah, so so if you missed that episode, um, Jonathan Charks is writer at The Ringer, guest on the show, you know, a couple bunch of times. And uh, personal friend of ours, and he passed away over the weekend. You've probably seen a bunch of you know news things about it. I think NBA t- Today even talked about it. I just saw Zach Lowe talked about it on his show. Like just the whole NBA world is talking about uh, Charks' life, and we're we're fairly close with him. Um, spent time at his house, spent time with his family, and everything. And so we uh, we shared all of our thoughts on yesterday's episode. It was not even really a Locked On Mavs <laughs> episode. It was basically just. No. All about Charks, his life, and what it meant to us. And so, if you're curious about any of that, uh, I would recommend it. Go listen to to that. And it's a, uh, you know, I I heard from a lot of a lot of people today that listened that said, hey, you know, you got me crying <laughs> on my run today. Uh, I wasn't gonna listen to this, but I'm I'm glad I did. Things like that. And I appreciate every single one of them. Appreciate all the comments from yesterday. Um, and it, you know, it, it it's not one of those things where it's okay. We do one episode, and we're done, right? Or we're you know we're we're done like grieving or processing or anything like that i was still trying to figure it out today but you can go listen to that and uh we'll continue to do the show we'll continue to do lockdown maps because that's a thing that sharks wanted to do was keep talking basketball all throughout his whole process yeah so we're gonna talk we're gonna talk mavs and uh talk some luka Doncic and uh talk about some euro basket because man it, so the path is not that you know there was ever like a big wall for slovenia to win this thing but Feels like it's uh, smoothing out a little bit for them. So Slovenia, they enter in Europe. They're playing Eurobasket, this big tournament. We've been covering it for weeks now. And they entered the round of 16s. They entered the tournament stage, which is a March Madness style, like one one and done type tournament. And they play Belgium in the first game. They beat Belgium in the first game. We'll break that game down. Then we'll talk about the field because there were two teams that I was looking at in Eurobasket and said, I don't know if Slovenia can beat those two teams because I think that they just have, they have, I mean, it's th- the three best players in the world, literally like the three best players in the world were playing in this tournament in Jokic, Giannis and Luka. And two of them have been knocked out. Now Greece got knocked out on, on uh Tuesday. Serbia got knocked out on one Sunday or Monday. 
And uh, and so now they're out of it. And now Slovenia's path to the title and the path to win is a little bit more clear now. So we'll talk about that. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about the midseason tournament, too. I know there's been some old Mark Cuban comments that have been circling around about that. And the NBA is now implementing this new midseason tournament. We'll share our thoughts on that. And what do we think it means for the Mavericks? Because it is a little different going into this season. So we'll talk about that. But let's start with this game against Belgium. Because Slovenia gets the win 88-72 to in it wasn't as easy as the score says they really turned it on in the fourth quarter 25 to 12 in the fourth in the fourth quarter Slovenia really was able to turn on the Jets they were able to just take advantage after just a run and uh so at like the nine minute mark just about just about like the 830 minute mark it was 68 65 Slovenia is only up by three uh Belgium had just taken a lead at the nine minute mark and it was their first lead of the entire game. So fourth quarter, like they, Slovenia's had this lead for the whole game. Belgium takes lead, lead at the nine-minute mark. They take a timeout. Belgium's passing. They're rebounding. Their defensive pressure has just been way better than Slovenia this whole game. And it's really standing out. They take a timeout. Luka goes out, scores, or he, he drives and attacks twice in a row and scores twice in a row. And when things like that happen, you just start feeling like whether it's the Mavericks or whether it's the Slovenia team, that they're going to win the game. <laughs> like, like they're going to win the game because it's uh, it's Luka and he's just that good. Yeah, I mean, he was the best player on the floor. and um, For sure, like, like leaps and bounds. And I don't really have anything else to add about the game because I didn't get to watch the game. No, uh, <laughs> Um, I, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't guess get to see I'm going to say, I, if there was a weekend that we won't hold it against you, then it's probably this weekend. Listen, but. my son's first t-ball game was Saturday morning, and I had to figure out what kind of sports dad I was going to be. <laughs> and I had all these like feelings of like, what how, what am I going to be? I even like joked about it on this pod. Let us know in the comment section what kind of sports dad you are. I was a, I was a standard, though. I didn't I couldn't sit. Were and my wife was like, or just standing? She's like, what? What are you doing? And I, I'm, I had sitting. like, this is I leaned up against the pole, and I was like, all right, I can't sit down. It was my first time watching something where I was like, in, like personally invested into the person playing. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. It was a, a wild experience. But anyway, um, I was supposed to, you know, rewatch the the game later on. Uh, but you just, know, everything. Just so honest. So. Just so honest, Isaac. I honestly, like, I said he was the best player on the floor. So <laughs> you know, it's still true. He had some right, uh, crazy right. passes. Ran uh, pick and roll on, really we well. Like four minutes left. Sit the rest of this one. <laughs> Sit the rest of this one on that. Tell me what was your favorite stretch of the game? So this was this this. <laughs> what defined this game? This stretch defined Slovenia in this in this game. Um, but yeah, so, so they Luca attacks twice in a row right after the timeout. They score twice in a row, and then. You know, they start going on a little bit of a run. They go on a 10-1 run after that, after Belgium had taken that lead. And that's just the difference between the levels of teams that we're looking at in, in this. And there are teams that they can't really do runs like that on and just turn it on, like probably France and Germany. You just can't really like go on a run like that if you just want to. But Luca and the rest of this team just willed them to victory. They had some incredible plays down the stretch. Chanchar had a huge block and then a layup on the other end, uh, a stop and a score to give him a 10-point lead. At the five-minute mark, uh, Prepovic hit a huge three, and then he got fouled on a three-point attempt. So he had, you know, six big points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Slovenia got the after that. Prepovic, um, he got fouled, hit three free throws. That was our biggest lead of the whole game. And so they went from Belgium's first lead at the nine-minute mark to the, Slovenia's biggest lead of the game at the four twenty-five mark. Like that was just that was the run that they went through. They really just turned it on. And when Slovenia wants to turn on their defense. 
They can, and they can get in passing lanes. They can uh, just lock guys up, and they can make you take a tougher shot than you want to, which is kind of all defense is at at a certain point in basketball. Just make a little bit of a tougher shot than you want to take to to take away some of the things that you want. They weren't letting Belgium pass around. Like, Belgium was making so many extra passes. It was like Ted Lasso was their coach, like, just telling them, like, you got to make the extra pass, like, pass here, pass there. And uh, they were just really killing Slovenia on that because – if you're making the extra pass in basketball and the other team's helping, they're trying to, you know, rotate quick enough, then you just can't sometimes. Like, you can't keep up with the ball. Um, an incredible moment happened in the, in the fourth quarter of this game from the announcers. And I know that uh, you listening probably have an opinion about these uh, Eurobasket announcers. And I know a lot of you do not care for this, the Eurobasket announcers. But there's a guy named Tomba on Belgium. And he he had the ball. He was posting up on Luca. He, like, had his back to Luca. He elbows him with like a, you know, a quick like kind of spin over to his right. He elbows Luca. Luca kind of falls a little bit and then the whistle blows. And then after the whistle, Tomba still has the ball like under his chin as if he's going to with his elbows out like if he's going to continue the post up even after the whistle and he elbows Luca right in the right right in the chops. Like just completely uh, out of like just completely out of character. Like Belgium was completely out of the game at this point. Slovenia had their biggest lead and the announcer goes Oh, Tomba has lost the plot. He has lost the plot of the game. <laughs> like, what, wow. what an incredible call. I want to use that in my life. <laughs> he has lost the did you Did you not pull it for a drop on the soundboard? <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should pull it as a drop. Uh, but Luca hit both the free throws. It, I mean, it was just a drubbing act. Like They almost got to a 20-point lead in that fourth quarter. It was such a run, and it was such a, a way for Slovenia to turn it on. And uh, coming up, let's talk about the rest of this field, because now... Greece and Serbia, the two teams that I thought were maybe the biggest threat to Slovenia, are out. How did they get out? What's what's Slovenia and Luka's plot? What's their plot to <laughs> to the final? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. We are doing a Bet Online top fifty NBA players that that affect the lines. That is coming up next week. I'm very excited about it for the NBA. Uh, Luca is quite high. <laughs> I will say if I want to talk about that. And uh, these players will really affect the lines and odds and everything. And you can get all those on bet online. They have NBA stuff already. They have NBA futures. They have uh, regular season wins. If I pull up the Mavs real quick, they're at 48 and a half. So they think that they're going to be four wins worse than they were last year, which is interesting thinking about how much the Mavericks were. Uh, how good the Mavericks were last year um, and how, how good they were in the second half, but how bad they were in the first half. Like if you think about the context of their whole season. So, but yeah. you can get that. If you want some action on that right now, you can check it out. They have conference futures. I think the Mavericks conference futures are not even that good at all. They are plus 1200. They have worse odds than the Grizzlies, the Lakers, the Lakers always get crazy odds, but you can go check them all out. It's bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, we talked about NBA top 50 most valuable players on Bet Online. It's what the odds makers think are the top 50. It'll be starting on September 19th on the Lockdown NBA podcast as well as YouTube, so you can go check it out. Who's number one? Is it Luka? Is it Giannis? Is it Steph Curry? Who moves the betting lines the most this season? Go check it out on Lockdown NBA. Go subscribe there. I'm hosting the show on Thursdays, and I pop up every once in a while on there as uh, other days. So go check it out. Lockdown NBA, the podcast, and the YouTube. All right. So Serbia gets knocked out of Eurobasket by um, Italy. By our guy. In the, in the by first Mavs round. legend. 
Nico Melli. Nicolo Melli knocks out Serbia. He had 22 points, I think, in that, that first round game. So Serbia gets knocked out in the very first round with Jokic. Did you think Serbia or Greece were the biggest um, threat to Slovenia before? Uh, I thought it was Serbia. Yeah. Me too. I th- yeah, I thought um, basically that, you know, I think a lot of us thought France and Serbia was going to battle it out there in the second round. And, you know, now it's France and Italy. But I figured the the champion of this is going to be determined there in that, that semifinals matchup between Slovenia and I thought it was going to be Slovenia and Serbia, to be honest. But I, I think everybody was wanting for the ratings purposely Seriously. or purpose was wanting Slovenia, Serbia, winner plays Giannis and Greece in the finals. Like that would have been a lot of fun, but. Or just the yeah. enjoyment of it. Just seeing those stars, like those three stars, literally the three best basketball players in the world by my count. But Serbia gets knocked out in that first round. So now it's France and Italy. They will play today on Wednesday. If you're listening and watching this on Wednesday, so they'll play and uh, the winner of that will play the winner of Slovenia and Poland. So that's a game that we really want to watch out for and see what happens there. And then the other side of the bracket, this is like the complete other side of the bracket. Greece loses in the second round. They beat the Czech Republic pretty easily in the first round. And then they lose. Like They, they had such a terrible uh, game against, Greece, against um, Germany. Their third quarter, they lost 26 to 10. <laughs> like it was just a wow. terrible run. Giannis got ejected in this game. They had a they were down by 20 in the fourth quarter. Um, our boy Tyler Dorsey didn't even have a good game in this one. He had 13 points. He was two of seven from three. He uh was three of five from two-point range, didn't have any assists, had a couple turnovers. He was a minus 21 in the game. Like basically Greece's starting lineup couldn't get anything going against this Germany team. And we've seen this Germany team is pretty tough. Um, Dennis Schroeder, maybe future Maverick, as Mark Stein tweeted out, the most vague rumor in NBA history today. I don't. Uh, I, I went back and read that tweet a few more times. I was like, what is he saying with this? So, okay, so I'll bring it up since we're talking about Germany. But Mark Stein tweeted out today, Quite a bold step for Dennis Schroeder to play in Eurobasket without an NBA contract in hand, but there's a rising buzz in league circles about his job prospects. Schroeder will almost certainly have a new team by month's end after helping host Germany make the semifinal. All right, so we know that the Mavericks have been circling. The buzzards have been circling around Dennis Schroeder. They need another guard. They need this position. We talked about him a lot. They were there watching him in Europe when they went to go watch Luka. Um, do we think that Stein, this Stein is well connected? Stein is super connected to the Mavericks. Do we think that this unnamed team is the Dallas Mavericks? <laughs> I mean, it could. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it very well could. Um, I still, I still guess no. <laughs> um, it's just a but, feeling at this point. I mean, we don't have sources yeah. on it. Yeah, I, I think my feeling still it's a no, and my feeling still that they're going to make a trade. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to do it either. I think it, it goes back to the, you know, can they can they try Christian Wood as an experiment and Dennis Schroeder at the same time? Like, can they can they handle that with? I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie's still kind of an experiment. We know culture wise, he's going to fit in, you know, better than than those guys might not. But uh, on court wise, it's still kind of experiment with Dennis with uh, um, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. So that's going to be that's going to be an interesting thing. But yeah, so I don't I don't think they're going to do it, but. It's real interesting. It's probably the Lakers. Like, let's be honest. Well, it just goes back to the shooter thing. And it's what like McMahon, Bon Timpson, you know, and um, Wendy did on their pod. It's, you know, I, I wouldn't go as strong as Bon Timpson, you know, did, but he's like, why, why would you pass on Goran Dragic ca- for the, for the minimum 
and sign Dennis Schroeder to the minimum. He like, called that, the Mavs bozos. <laughs> That's the, that's the type of thing that I just don't. I always felt like that they said no to the Dragic thing because they they had something else they want. They wanted a clear. I just don't think Dennis Schroeder is a clear upgrade over Goran Dragic. And if they're anywhere close to being even, then I would just go with Luca's mentor who is playing well, and it's like all of that. So I just don't. I don't know. I mean, the they could. Yeah, the reported role that they talked about Dragic having makes it sound like he would be the fourth point guard, right? Like not the third point guard and the third guard that they desperately need. It's like he would be the fourth point guard that would play the Trey Burke role from last year. I mean, it yeah. didn't sound like they had this clear role for him. So that's I what, mean, who, that's what made us think all that. Who whoever they have at whoever they go into the the preseason with as their backup point guard they're going to naturally be compared to Dragic by Mavs fans. Like that's going to happen. The fact that the, the fact that the Dragic in Mavs didn't happen and it's, and he was very open because of the role and like all that, it wasn't like a money thing. Whoever it is, is going to be naturally compared to Dragic. Like, Oh, who would you rather have? If it's a minimum guy, it's going to be even more compared. Yeah. But if you go out and you like trade, like we've talked about this before and you trade for a guy and it's like, all of a sudden it's like, all right, it kind of makes a little bit more sense now. If it's a minimum guy, there's going to be comps all year. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to edit this. I have to apologize that you felt that we should have signed Dragic. Like, I'm like, add something on the end. I'll add something on the end of it. I'm sure Jason Kidd will go. Somebody will ask a Dragic question after he has like a 20 point game against somebody. And uh, that'll be a new drop. Oh, new year, <laughs> new drops. That's that, that. I'm honestly more excited about that. New, new year, new drops. Good morning, um, Isaac. How, how do you think this Eurobasket plays out? You, I mean, Slovenia, France. You think win tomorrow? Um, and then who do you think plays in the finals? So Slovenia is matched up against, against Poland. And I wouldn't look past Poland, but I'm also not like, uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like uh, thinking about it too much, really. Like Marcin Gortat playing for him. Um, oh, Slovenia. Okay. So bet online actually has this Eurobasket game. France Whoa. is a four and a half point favor against Italy. So that's, that's a pretty good spread. Uh, closest to the hole, Isaac Harris. Slovenia against Poland. What's the spread? Um, minus eight and a half. Up. Slovenia is really? minus fourteen against Poland. Wow! Wow! Okay. I would take the I would take Poland on that just because fourteen points is a lot to win against. Uh, like you, you're covering if they win by thirteen or twelve or ten. Like you're you're covering that. Yeah. Oof. The outright money line is wild in this one too. Uh France against Italy. France is minus uh 189 on the money line. So that's like just straight up who's going to win. Uh and Italy is plus uh 169. So that's like really close. Nice. That's really close those two. Uh Slovenia, yeah. <laughs> Poland is plus 808 on the money line. So if you bet $100, you win $800 on Poland if they win. You have to bet $1,300, almost $1,400 to win 100 to, on Slovenia in this Eurobasket game. So. Yeah, I'm not really, it's not worth that for me. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, either. so all that, all that to say, I wanted to bring up the spreads because it helps us look at, okay, how much of a favorite is Slovenia in this game? They're a pretty big favorite. So we're not looking past Poland, but they'll probably beat them. And then it comes to the winner of France and Italy. Uh, and then between Germany and Spain, that, that one of those teams will make the finals on the other bracket, on the other side of the bracket. Yeah, and you know, obviously, you know, Slovenia's already played Germany and uh it's a good game. Um Slovenia beat them. So, 
we'll see how see if we get a rematch of that in the finals which would be kind of cool you know in germany and stuff of the teams left we've already seen them beat germany and france right and those are probably the best two teams left after that maybe like throw spain in there probably well i mean there's only a, there's only so many teams left <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm throwing out Poland. Did I you guess. just say France, Spain, and Germany? Those are probably three of the best teams left. <laughs> There's only five teams left outside of Slovenia. No, it's Slovenia, Poland, <laughs> Italy. <laughs> you know, I'd say Slovenia, France, Germany, Spain. You know, I'd even throw like Poland and Italy in there. You know, some of like the, the best teams left in Europe. Hold, hold on, I'm so. going to do this to myself. Yeah, that's a good question. Nick, that's a good question. Uh, okay, I have Slovenia, France, and then I think Slovenia is going to play Spain Ooh, in the title game. España. And uh, Luke is going to uh, put up buckets on a Hernan Gomez, brother. Oh, the Herm, the, oh, uh, Bo Cruz and the Hernan Gomez brothers will uh, they'll <laughs> rue the day that they haven't signed with the Mavs yet. That team, Usman Garuba is on that team. They have Rudy Sh- Fernandez. Shout out, shout out to when I asked. Um, <laughs> um, never mind, never mind. <laughs> you gotta say it now no 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 we're good let's okay. go alright alright all right. coming up let's talk about the this midseason tournament what does it mean for the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA what does it mean for uh, the rest of the league is it gonna be interesting let's talk about some of the rules we'll talk about all that and more coming up alright Isaac Harris so this NBA midseason tournament is kinda interesting they're setting is, it up is it <laughs> they're set well this is this is the question they're setting it up much like the wnba already does uh, the tournament will play games through november so they'll it'll start like the beginning of the season through november all 30 teams are participating and it's just going to look like regular season games the wnba is already doing this where you play a game and it's like all right this is a commissioner's cup game what are they what are they calling it they're, they're not they're not calling it commissioner's cup yet right they're not they don't have like a specific name they didn't i mean have, i don't even, i don't even think it's like fully finalized yet yeah but. right um, so they're, they'll play for this commissioner's cup or this mid season tournament. I'm doing air quotes for the audience. Cl- clutch cup. The, the, the CAA clutch cup. Um, they'll play for that and these games will count towards it. And then whatever your record is in those, you know, commissioner's cup type games, eight teams will make sim- single elimination final in December while the other 22 teams will continue their regular season. So these eight teams will like move on to the next round. And they'll play the sim- single elimination tournament, kind of like this Eurobasket thing. And then all games included will be part of the 82-game schedule. Uh, they'll play through that little tournament. And then there will be one extra game that's not part of the 82-game season that, like, the final two teams play. And in the WNBA, that has been that part has been interesting. Like, that game's pretty fun. The two teams that want, you know, that want the Commissioner's Cup for bragging rights and whatever else they win. I think they win money in the WNBA and all that. And uh, so they want that. And so that game's pretty fun. That's like an extra little jolt. But all the games leading up to it, like you don't know the difference between a Commissioner's Cup game and not a Commissioner's Cup game in the regular season of the W. And that's where I am with this NBA midseason tournament is like, what's the motivation? And that was the Cuban quote that came out from a while ago. It was like, the Mavs may even like rest their guys in some of these games because they just might not care about it because what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. Stein obviously right. followed up with Mark. Cuban's after quote that. was a long time ago. Yeah, after that quote was circulating on Twitter, <clears throat> Stein got a new quote from Mark on it. Of you know, Mark was very much more open to the fact of 
you know, add more fun. Because he and probably voted on it. He probably voted in favor of it. Uh, because he has Luca now, and yeah. he knows he could win it. <laughs> but, you know, some, something Mark um, Cuban told Mark Stein was the possibility of, like, whoever wins it. He he said, expand the draft. This is Cuban this telling is, Stein. This is wild. Expand the draft to three or four rounds, and then give the winner of the cup the the first pick in the third and fourth round. And I'm like, what? People don't even care about the second round. Like they don't even care about the second round right now. So what? Why? Why would a team? I just don't think a team's gonna give a crap about having the you know the sixty first pick in in a in a draft that like. Also, the Mavs have been great at these undrafted free agents with. Dorian and Maxi and like other guys like Salah and like all the random guys they've picked up over the years. Like, why would they want to take that away as an advantage for them? Now, could you say they could get the first pick in the second round? That would be kind of cool. That's interesting. Like, give them the problem. That. The problem is you trade those. Like, you can trade those far out. And I know, but just just go ahead and put give them the thirty first pick, and then just push everybody else down, and you have sixty one picks in the draft. And it's like, hey, you get. Do the players care about that? Like, is that no. motive? Is that motivating Luca or LeBron or Kevin? No, Durant? I'm just saying. I'm just saying if that's if it's the dra- draft like equity route, then I think that's more compelling to a team or a franchise. I don't know what's compelling to the players. I mean, unless there's just unless there's money involved and it's a good bag of change, then even, I mean, even the money that's that's motivating like two-way guys that's motivating you know the end of the bench guys that's not motivating your top guys i mean because because it's it's gonna you're not putting this on you know basketball reference you're not getting a little gold thing on basketball reference saying hey he won three commissioners cup like congratulations to chris paul you didn't win a title but you got two commissioners cups in your time like lifetime it's like and it will only count if they win the commissioner's cup and the finals. It's like, oh, he won both of them. Like he dominated that whole year, right? Like it'll only, but if it, you just win the commissioner's cup and you don't win the title, it doesn't, it, like, it doesn't give it equal weight. Yeah. Right? James Harden no- wins the commissioner's cup and then they get bounced in the first round. <laughs> there's jokes for days. Yeah, right. Like there's, do you put a banner up for it? Mm. The Kings would, but it's like the Knicks probably would, but do you like, probably not. So I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of confused. I mean, I, I get why they're doing it because they just want to spice up the regular season somehow. That final that. game is fun. Like it's even in the WNBA, what they're doing right now. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, just, and I'm if, excited about if that. If anything but. is fun, you got to add it. All right. So <laughs> the audio audience can't, cannot, maybe you, maybe you could hear how deep my eye roll was that Isaac. So shout just, out to the playing Isaac tournament, the in season tournament. The, the playing tournament thing. is the play. Do we have to do this argument? The playing tournament is awesome. At least the play, like at least the in season tournament, you're not like giving out participation ribbons for like making the quote air quote playoffs. Like here, here's my thing. I have less issue with the in season tournament because I don't think it messes with like the integrity of the game or like any of that stuff. I have an issue with the in, like the playing tournament. Yeah, because those seven I'll, and eight seeds, man, that's really messing up their ability to win the title. Because I'll those, never be a fan those, of that. Those teams always played so tough and like get so far in the like. When's the last? I think I think I saw recently like the last twenty five like NBA Finals teams. Listen, have, have only I can't been like cry one, with two, you or three and then seeds. argue with you. All right, <laughs> I can't do that in twenty four hours. Um, but 
I don't know. I mean, one thing I wanna, we'll, we'll I, all watch it. One like, thing I want to say about our just our yesterday show and then like us doing this show is like our we've been with our audience for like five years now. Like we've been with with yeah. you guys like listening, you listening on your own like with for five years now. You've seen you've seen us like buy houses and get married and like have kids and like all this, and uh, and you've seen so many ups now. Like you've seen the Mavs like. Sexual harassment suit. You've seen us get like draft Luca. You've seen like so many things uh, with us, and it's just it is wild to me. Like the different swings of uh, of just life sometimes of of where like where it goes back and forth. So you saying that like going from going from crying yesterday to arguing about the playing the playing today is like, a lot of new people reached out yesterday too. A lot of people was, was awesome. like, "Hey, I've been listening to you for a long time. I've Love never it. reached out because um, we obviously shared a lot about our faith yesterday and." Um, you know, we try to keep it sports, but uh, that stuff means, you know, more when, than sports. So when stuff yeah. happens that means more than sports, like we'll talk about it. Right. It, it like we are going to be fully honest and we I thought I think we could trust you, the listener, because we've been with you for five years that, hey, this is us. And we know that, you know, the difference between. All right. We're just sharing ourselves, or we're just, you know, having fun talking basketball. Um, yeah. Um. I don't know. Okay, so what would there, the question that will come up so much is like, what's going to motivate these guys in this midseason tournament? And I don't know if anything will. It'll just be like a fun wrinkle, and I think it's only just going to be a fun wrinkle for us. I don't even like our fans even that into. Are they going to be that into this? Like whoever wins it. No. But it's no. going to add some intrigue. Unless to the there's game. like free Chick Fil A. It's going to add a little intrigue to some of these games, like the, when the final but eight when the final eight teams happen. Like it's at least something. Instead of just instead of just a random like I don't know Clippers Bucks game that will be fun at least there's like a little extra in it. But if like it, here they need good teams to like be in the finals of this because if this turns into oh the Bucks first well, game of this thing well, and Giannis is like resting and then it turns into like Kings versus Pacers. Well, by design it, they will have good teams in it because it's only they're only taking eight teams. So you're talking about the, the eight best teams in the NBA by November right like there's cup games through november so like do what some, i will still they do some games not cup and some games cup that doesn't make any sense that's what that's how i understood it that like random games throughout the like month of november is like oh that's a cup game i can't that's wait for us game. to break down the cup schedule like we'll see the cups yeah. get, we'll go game by game and break down all who, right it's who, gonna be a nine and four record who wins and who loses the maps cup <laughs> games like, their designated cup games um but they they desperately need good teams to be in the finals because if if it not and if it is like Hawks versus Kings, then it's just gonna be like I don't right. know. I'm watching the heck out of that game. Fox and Sabonis it, versus Dejounte and and uh, there's not Trae a young. There's not a basketball game. You're they're not playing for watch they're that. playing for something that no like that they they won't get to play for anything else the rest of the season, right? Like so they're playing for something. I know that that's what I'm saying. Like the I Hawks think the broader the broader. Are we sure? They'll make the playoffs. Come on. Really? The playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. The Hawks. They're okay. They're definitely not better than six teams above them. They just added DeJounte. I think they're better with DeJounte than they were. Who who are they better than than the top six teams in the East? The top six? Yeah. Uh they're better than well, there's there's always one team that just like bows out. I don't but like right now, I think there's a clear top six. They're probably better than the Hawks. Okay, is the six team the Bulls? 
No, you have. Here we go. Okay, it's it's Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. That's four. Those are the top yep. teams from last year. Cavs, you're putting in there. Yeah, that's and Brooklyn. five. Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. So like, it, I mean, as long as Katie and Kyrie, like they're they're better than the Hawks. So the Hawks are a playing team right now. Well, they can still make the playoffs. Yeah, they could. I mean, but even that, it's like Hawks, Bulls. I feel like there's another team in there that I'm like forgetting about. Raptors. It's like, yeah, are they for sure better than the Raptors? This team, this team is so Jekyll and Hyde, though. Like even last year, they had have they had like ten game winning streaks, and then they had like ten game losing streaks. Like they were such a weird team last year. I just don't know which team will show up and how how quickly Dejounte. But they added so much talent in Dejounte. Like they added exactly what Trey Young needs in the backcourt. They they did, but I still have questions. Like there's people way higher on that than I am. Like I still have questions that is Trey going to play off the ball? Because if he's not going to play off the ball, then what the heck is Dejounte Murray going to do when Trey has the ball? Is he just going to be in the dunker spot like Ben Simmons? Because he's not going to shoot threes. So people are just going to dare him to shoot threes unless Trey plays off the ball more, which he can. He's a great shooter. I don't know. I just have more questions on the offensive side of the ball than the East is so stacked. This, this, the NBA yeah. is pretty stacked this year. Oh, so stacked. It's going to be so much fun. Like, Gosh, those teams that we just rattled off, like the Hawks are fighting for, they're fighting for sixth and they have two all-stars on their team. And you're talking about on the other side, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, uh, the Grizzlies, probably Timberwolves. Like those teams are going to be vying for six. <laughs> Think of your Chicago. Chicago just maxed out Zach Levine. They made all those trades. They were number got- one in the East at one point last year. <laughs> yeah. You have DeRozan, Vooch, like you're a win now team. And like, you can legitimately like be a play in and not even make the playoffs and be looking at yourself like, Oh, do we have to tear this thing all the way down? Like right now? Jeez. Well, they could send, they could send Zach Levine somewhere. I don't, I don't know if everybody's for Zach Levine to the Mavs, but I think that there are some people that are, would he fit in Dallas? <laughs> that is an, that is an old inside joke. I don't know. How that's much honestly from like, th- that's is. from three years ago. Now, isn't that from 2019? I don't know. These years are going together. That's like from before he was even an all-star. All All right, there you go. That's Slovenia. That's what's going on with the midseason tournament. It's not even midseason. It's like like beginning of the season tournament for the NBA, but that's our thoughts on that. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down Slovenia's hopeful win against Poland and uh, Eurobasket. We'll talk about all that with Luca. And uh, yeah, go listen to Lockdown NBA. Great stuff all the time. It's the biggest stories in 30 minutes. Lockdown NBA. Go check it out. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. 